Trudeau, you know, you never know. Okay. Okay. So, so we left off with the the whole thing being a hologram. And, you know, it's funny, David Icke talked about the hologram 20 years ago. He, he saw and he knows and he's on it. And you can look at some of his videos when he talks about it. And that's how it works. So, all of the the little fly-by thoughts, fly-by thoughts, I'll call them, whatever, you know, I don't, where am I going to get that house payment and, you know, whatever, and then it kind of goes and goes. Um, these kind of things uh, work themselves out in the dream state. That's what the dream state's about, is all working out the daily, and some people get backed up, and you're working on stuff from two years ago, and that's the cause of disease. But if you can get it clean and really start trusting God and not thinking about all this stuff uh, in the dream, as you sleep, it'll work out these things. Makes sense? Now, what happens, and we all have these things, because I... I'm out there on my yoga mat. I was this morning at two o'clock, stretching and breathing, and and working out stuff in my neck, and you, and all these things are just old thoughts, and images and ideas. That's all it is. That's all it is. And just you know, do anything you can just to work it out. You can just you can just make that neck like rubber, because it's all just thoughts and images and worries and stuff we think we know we don't. That's, all, that's, where, <coughs> excuse me, that's where it goes. You see, even there, you see when I was doing that neck movement, and I could feel a little bit tension up there, you see how it affected the lungs, right? Did you hear it? <laughs> so uh, we have all of these, um, everything from the brain going through the neck, it's called the mouth of God. And you can look at Google that, the mouth of God. I think it's called, uh, Adam, what's the word? Amblangada, medulla amblangada, something like that. Where assassins shoot people there to kill them. So all of these arteries and veins and stuff are coming down from the brain. They go through C1, C2, C3, uh, and then wherever the mouth of God is. And... um. That's why chiropractors, good ones who can loosen up this area and get you into adjustment where the veins and arteries aren't rubbing up against it. And this causes all kinds of issues as well. So it's how it works, but the body's always trying to, you know, figure it out. So anyway, so we get these thoughts and images and engrams, and when we when we really get into them, in other words, um, somebody who's say really fearful about something, and then they just really stay fearful about it, and they read about it, and they think about it, and they talk about it, and I'm really afraid of whatever, snakes or whatever. Then it, that these engrams kind of harden, or they just get darker. 
They just build. Well, it would make sense, right? If you have one thought, it's just going to work itself out. Just go out for a walk and it just leaves. As we move, it always, it's working itself out. So yoga and all these things in chiropractor, they're just a little bit more of a, uh, more impact than the actual walking or, or just bending over and doing, touching your toes. Makes sense? Yeah. As they build up a little bit, then we, and we have to give it a little bit more attention. So these engrams, the real, you know, the real traumatic ones, they become apparent as we become aware of them. That happens on the same time. I know that sounds a little weird, but it's, it, it, it feels to me, and I'm pretty sure this is the way it works, the mechanism, and I think it even plays into a lot of the government geopolitical stuff, in a sense, it might be a stretch, but for some reason, I think it's a God thing that we need to become aware of the trauma, German New Medicine, you recall healing, so we can, and this is how the healing process works, We become aware of it. Wow, yeah. I didn't know I thought that. I haven't thought about that for years. Like I wasn't worthy of being healthy. A lot of that going on. But these these ideas, these thoughts, these engrams are in our body because we may have felt for years that we really, deep down, we really weren't worthy of being healthy or it's not possible, right? Or everything is incurable. I, you know, I can't get rid of my cancer. So these are in there. The way we heal, uh, I'd like to say that spirit just comes in and wipes them out, but it's not how it works. Spirit works with us when we ask for help and will guide us to see that the thought that we can't cure cancer, now just pay attention to this one, the thought that we can't cure cancer becomes into our awareness and we see it and we have the wherewithal to not continue to believe it and we say, wow, maybe I don't need to believe that anymore. That's how healing works. I've got goosebumps. That's how healing works. Well, I don't need to believe that. I mean, I don't need. Is that serving me? So, on a scale, this is what German New Medicine does, and recall healing and other modalities. You see the issue, you see the trauma, and you you realize that it's not going on anymore, and it was 10 years ago, and so what's the point, okay? What's the point of holding on to it? And you, you, you feel this separation with, between you as soul and the trauma, 
And you can say, well, I don't need that one anymore, and it's gone. That's healing. I know I'm right about this, because I've seen it, my own body, uh, and... So it's a real testament to the idea of facing our fears, facing uh, because as we move into them, we realize that the fear of something is just a thought. It doesn't really exist. It's not real. It's just a fear. It's just a thought. It's like a thought of saying, um, any other thought, you know. Vegetables are bad for you. That's just a thought. You can buy into that one if you want. It's okay. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Maybe you can change your consciousness and eat all the vegetables you want. I don't know. But it's just a thought. It's just, it's, it's real. Until you say, yeah, I know. Vegetables are really bad for me and I'm not doing them. And then it's in your body. And then if you eat them, you'll have a hard time. But fear is the same way, you know. Once you realize that the fear is just, who was it? Was it, um, I don't know, one of the politicians, the only thing to fear is fear itself. And who was that fellow? You know who I mean. He was on it. He's right. So, so once we realize that it's just a self-created prison, just like our good friend Sean and Sharon have figured out with the money and the courts and all that, once you realize that it's a self-created prison, then you can just stay out of it. Let it go. It can't affect you. Do your life around it. Same principle. Same principle. Because it, I'm sure... For all of us, we all believed at some point in our life that the government was here to help and the courts were good and money was okay and whatever, all this nonsense. Just a belief. But once we are open to the idea, now you don't have to do all the work that Sean has done. He's paved the way for a lot of people and he introduced me to somebody that's going to come on. But if you surrender to someone who knows their stuff, and that's the way you learn things. That's the way to learn things, is find somebody who knows what they're talking about, but really knows what they're talking about, and then you surrender to them. You just let go of all the ideas that you've had. The most difficult thing about any coaching call that I do with teaching this stuff is People have a hard time just letting go of the way they think it is. If you can do that, you just surrender. And this is what I do. I surrender to my teacher. Just surrender and just trust him. I'm in. Show me the way, baby. That's it. I'm in. Show me the way. I don't know what I'm doing. You show me the way. That's what we do with God. And that's when you really start making some progress. <clears throat> I'm in. Where are you going? I follow you, dude. Do that, God. I'll follow you, Divine Spirit. Because Spirit is going to take us to peace, love, hippie beads 
and abundance and everything that we want compassion. So we surrender to it. So you can surrender to people that understand how this stuff works and you don't have to go through all of the rigmaroles and the, and the research and everything. You could just know, and this is a little simplistic, but you can know, as Sean said earlier, that all the courts are all jimmied up and the whole government is, is, is just made up and it's bankrupt and it's just, the whole thing is a fairy tale. You know that and just stay out, stay out of that and you, you, know, you don't even need to know anymore if you don't need to. Just, you're done. Now, Sean does a lot of other kind of, he, he teaches people all this stuff, but I'm pretty, I like to keep things simple. I don't dig into all this stuff. I used to, but it's too much for me. I just, just say, I'm no. Just don't go to court. I'm good. I don't need to understand why. I kind of know, but you know what I'm saying? Only so much, you know, I need to work with, with my state of consciousness. You know, someday I might want to, you know, write a movie about it, and then you do the research, learn it, and then you can write a screenplay about it, like I've done with the money. And I spent, you know, 25 years with Andrew Goss understanding about the money, and my screenplay, The Real World of Money, could only be written because I really understand how it works, because of my good friend Andrew Goss. But teachers are there to help you when you find somebody that really knows what they're talking about. It's hard, because not a lot of people really know what they're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, because, you know, folks get dogmatic, and uh, you got to do it this way. If you don't do it this way, and, and, um, you know, it's hard. That's how religions were started. You know, they all got, they all were becoming more aware of God, and then they became aware of God on a certain level, and they said, oh, well, this is the way. Let's stop here and start a religion. And that's why you have all these religions, and they're all good, and they're all they're all. But it's just a um, it's just a um, all. I guess I go back to the idea. I really like this. It came to me the other day. It just depends on how much God you want to be aware of. Since all it is is God, all religions are aware of a portion of God. So your our choice is how much do you want to be aware of? Me, I want to do the whole thing. I want it all. I want it all. Why not? Why would you only go 80%? Is there more? There's always another step. Now, when you really go for it and you want it all and you want to say, show me the way, baby, I'm in, you go through some stuff that you don't even want to think about. Yeah. Maybe, but you don't have to. Because I've done it. Other people have done it. And you go to somebody and you can understand it and you, you'll, you'll go through some stuff, but I, I went through a lot more the last 10 years with all my sciatica and, you know, stomach thing and the colon reset and uh, heartburn and, you know, crazy stuff. A lot of painful stuff. But I, I, it was my karma to go through it so I could learn it. 
It's the only way I learned this stuff because I had to figure out how to how to get out of the you know get out of the matrix of the body because I didn't know and there was nobody there. I just didn't want to go out and try to take some more thing or go to one more chiropractor. And I worked through all of it through a spiritual means, and it was very painful. I'm not complaining. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. I remember years ago, uh, remember when my good friend Sharon, stay right there, and let me finish this thought on Hawk Hall. My good friend Sharon, she was doing the show. I was lying on the floor in a fetal position with sciatica so bad. Uh, so again, I'm not saying you know how cool I am for going through the pain, but that was my karma dharma. But you don't have to that much. You don't have to do you don't have to do all that thing. You know you can go through some, but not what I did. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hey. Sorry, I'm in the middle of my lunch here, but I figured I'd call. Um, I wanted to ask you again. I know I've um, I asked you about this in the past, but. Uh, have you uh, looked into this guy uh, who's popular on social media called uh, Liver King? Yeah, I've got. I know we know the whole story. We've talked about it. It was a big scam. Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's going through a lot right now. He's kind of getting like a kind of a, a smaller version of what uh, Alex Jones went through. It well, seems like. yeah. Well, you know, the Liver King was just lying. You know. Mm-hmm. He, he was taking steroids and stuff, and he just got caught. So, yeah, uh, I don't know, Alex. I you know, I don't know if that's a good analogy, but you know, I think Alex went over the top when he, you know, when he what did he do? Oh yeah, when he said all the actors they were all actors up in that. Um, what was the name of that school? Sandy Hook. Yeah, uh, Sandy Hook, and yeah, he he got clobbered because of that. He probably never should have done that, but that's the way you learn. Mm. pretty tough when you tell your no. when you tell people who lost children that they didn't die right I think yeah. it, I think it was unconscionable what's happened to them you know I mean why would you you know what I'm saying why would you why should you get a 50 million dollars from somebody because you said their kid didn't die when they did I don't know I don't think it's worth 50 yeah. million dollars I mean I think it's pretty pretty terrible to say that but is that really you know they i think they just used out they're just using alex as a as a whipping boy for free speech in my opinion you know oh yeah no i mean i've I've been following that liver king guy for a while now so um yeah i don't know i guess he's like a big um entrepreneur in the uh like primal living uh i don't know you know, I just I just saw one story. It, to me, market. it's old news. I don't care what other people do, brother. You know, yeah. Focus on focus on my body and your body, not some other dude's body. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I've <clears throat> I've learned you know some stuff through through your show and other places, and you know, it, it, you know his message seems kind of congruent with all that. And um, you know, I don't know understand what and, you mean. His message. What are you talking about? Um, like he, he's got this thing, he calls them the, uh, the nine ancestral tenants. And, uh, you know, like it, one of them's about like getting out in the sun and, and bonding with your family and, sure. well, um, nothing wrong with you that. know, cold therapy and, um, you know, proper nutrition. And, you know, he's a big proponent for, uh, eating raw organ meats. 
Yeah. I don't know if I could handle raw. But, well, I mean, you know, I'm trying, you know, that's, trying that's, to take in more liver. That's really know, the way to go. To, but, uh, but I, you know, I, I think that he's way out of, uh, out of step on how much liver you need. Totally. Um, mm. uh, I don't think there's any evidence to that. Even uh, a lot of the carnivore people, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, I think that most people can do well. I can do well in liver every couple of weeks, a little piece, you know, four ounces, you know, you know, think about it this way. Uh, back in the day when the Indians, right? They would kill a buffalo. When what? The Indians, American Indian, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. They went out and they were hungry. And what they do, they shot buffalo. Do you know there used to be like million, like 60 million buffalo in this country? It's cr- oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, don't get me off, off base. So they would go out and kill a buffalo, right? So this buffalo weighs, what, a thousand pounds or something? Huh? So they have all this I'll buffalo meat. That. <laughs> oh, 2,000 pounds, I don't know. So they have all this buffalo meat and they have the buffalo skin and their buffalo fat. So they have a liver which maybe weighed, what, five pounds? Something like a pound, two pounds? I don't know. Well, it's pretty big on a big animal like that. Yeah, you know, a couple pounds. So how much yep. liver do you think they ate? Well, I, I understand that point, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean to, it's, it's a relevant point. Thing. So they had, you know, so they had... 100 people in their tribe and they were feeding on this 2,000 pound buffalo. How much liver do you think they all ate? Well, they probably all got a little piece of it. That's what I mean. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So that's what I go by. I just use logic, you know? Yeah. No, I've, uh, I've had deer heart before that, uh, that was harvested that day. Oof. Ooh. I'll tell you what, that, did, is, that has got some serious juice to it. Oh, baby, did you do it raw? Did you do it raw? No, not raw. We we, we cooked it. But, yeah. You know, I, cook it in some onions and, mm. and garlic, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. I get some lamb heart, uh, and boy, you can you can feel the, the, the chi from this stuff. And I just cook, I barely cook it. You know, I, I'm not crazy, you know, I'm just not eclectic enough to do it totally raw yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah. I was I was actually watching a show one time of uh, that guy Andrew Zimmern from he's he's on the show Bizarre Foods. No, I don't. And know uh, he went to somebody's house one time, and they were touring around the guy's garden, and um, the guy caught a uh, a woodchuck in his in his garden, caught it in a trap, and they killed it and they ate it. And uh, apparently that that morning the woodchuck had, had eaten all this guy's strawberries. <laughs> and the first thing that they ate was a heart. And Andrew Zimmern there, who's like big time food connoisseur, he he tasted. He's like, I can taste the essence of the strawberry no in this heart. Ki- no kidding, that's yep. funny. Yep. Yeah. What's that yep. old line about? Uh, what you eat? How is it? What you eat is what the animal. What is it? What you eat is what the animal. You are what you eat. You are. You are what you eat, and what they eat. Right. You are what you eat, and what they eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do better with the diet here, but it's like I'm struggling here with my weight. It's like, what do you got? What do you, how much off. weight do you want to get going? Oh my gosh, I need, I need to get down like between ninety and hundred pounds. Oh, you got, you want to and, lose hundred uh, pounds? Yeah, yeah, I need to. <laughs> how did you become such a chubby? What's up with you? What, what happened? 
Oh, well, you know, relaxing with the girlfriend. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just, yeah, that'll happen. You know, we just kind of get, get caught in, uh, <laughs> you know, the nightlife. And, <laughs> yeah. It's all about a, It's always about a girl, brother. What can I tell you? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and then, then I'm working eight hours a day and uh, commuting two hours a day. It's like uh, insane. Well, uh, if you want my opinion, what you could do, that's the easiest thing ever to drop it. What's that? No carbs. No carbs. Yep. You'll drop it like a big dog. Yeah, I'm over here eating leftover shepherd's pie. (laughs) Yeah. You get rid of the carbs and most of the vegetables, you know, most of them, and just do fat and meat, eggs, milk. You get rid of that weight fast. It'll just go. It'll just go. Mm. Been proven. All kinds of carnivores did it. It just, you just can't put on fat, um, eating fat <laughs> or, or protein. You just can't. You just can't. Doesn't happen. Yep. I um, actually got a list. Um, have you heard? I think you posted videos of the, uh, the Dr. Um, Ken Berry. He's uh, a big carnivore I've seen guy. a couple of them. Yeah, he's a carnivore guy. Yeah. Yeah, he he had a list of vegetables that are like keto friendly, and uh, yeah, I remember like it was like cabbage, kale, cucumber, um, olives are a good one. You know, just any kind of low carb vegetable. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think yeah, some of the leafy of the greens have some issues with the oxalates, but I wouldn't mess with those. But um, the other ones sound good. I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. What were you saying? Has there been studies about the oxalates and if you, if well, you cook them down that the oxalates no, go away? It doesn't do, doesn't do anything. We've talked to Sally K. Norton, who's the oxalate monster of the, the world, right? They're, they're in there. Uh, but how much they really affect us, I think that's, yet, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, um, I got off all oxalates for six months and I did experience a rash on my shins so something was coming out, and I also experienced a, a healthier bladder that I went through something. So there were some oxalates coming out there. But um, uh, so I think there's something to it for sure. But it seems like the leafy greens, the spinach, and the almonds and all that are the, the most detrimental or the most full of it. I don't use the term detrimental because I'm eating almonds now, but I just bless them and get rid of the oxalates. Mm. <laughs> I just get rid of them. No, it's interesting for sure. Um, no, I'm a big gardener though, so it's like I'm well, my whole world crashing down here. I don't want to have to lose my whole garden over this. <laughs> well, I mean, you could just do more uh, friendly, friendly vegetables. Mm. If you want to buy into it or you don't have to buy into any of this just believe what you're eating is the best thing ever and keep going the way you're going and you'll be fine <laughs> right <laughs> no you'll be fine trust me you'll be fine right you don't have yep. to you don't have to believe any of this stuff but, you know just do what you want um and uh, see what feels good and see what works for you i'm just experimenting with the almonds but you know if i saw something weird happen eating the almonds I'll maybe get better at blessing them <laughs> I don't know so but so far I'm just doing really well with them 
I kind of miss yeah. them. You know, I want to. I want to learn more about fasting too. Yeah, I mean, it's that. That'd be a beautiful. You could do that. See, with all that extra weight, man, you could just do the fasting thing. I know. I could probably live off my fat reserve for for a good month or two. <laughs> I've no doubt about it. You could. You talk about losing it big time, man. You could just, yeah, you could just do uh, water fasting and just stop eating. You could do it thirty days yeah, in I mean, heartbeat. Heartbeat. I've I've got an uncle. He's uh, he's like sixty two years old, and you know he's like he's running marathons. He's he's like in prime shape of you know he's always been in good shape. And me, I'm just like steadily you know gaining weight. He's the same height as me. <laughs> steadily gaining and weight. He he's. He told me he weighs like 170 pounds, and I'm 170, and I'm like, "What am I doing wrong here?" <laughs> what kind of what does he eat? He does he eat carbohydrates? Oh, he yeah. Well, no, he's he's a big vegetable guy. He eats a lot of vegetables and uh, you know very lean meats and stuff. He's not into the fat. You know, no. uh, he's not into any of the fats or anything like that. He's always been like a strict strict vegetable and low fat guy. Yeah. But I tell you, there's more evidence, and I I think uh, the fat is the key to the whole deal. I think the fat is the bomb, really. I believe that. Well, yeah. The other night, I had um, I had like a we had a chicken dinner with some um, I don't know. We had we had a little bit of potato and broccoli with it, and um, you know I poured some of that some of the chicken chicken drippings, you know, because we use chicken thighs, so they got like sure. a lot of connective tissue in there a lot of a lot of fat and uh poured some of that that collagen and fat over top of the potatoes and vegetables i didn't need any butter or anything it was just you know it was good the way it was just with the chicken drippings yeah yeah but, um, you know that, that's what got me here i think <laughs> i don't know though well you get off those potatoes and carbs and and uh you'll you'll lose weight you just can't help yeah. it. you just can't help it you just can't help it yeah but I tell you what, though that 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 fatty meal, though it it like it sustained me all the way through the next morning. I didn't have to eat again until you know lunch the next day, and, and I probably you, could have pushed and, myself. And further. what you're talking about is not you know chicken thighs don't have a whole lot of fat, so you you barely touch the fat surface, right? You start doing mm. pig's feet, uh, you know, like the general Daniels talk about and cow's feet. You're talking about some collagen, baby. You can really build up. Mm. You can really build up. Yeah, um, yeah. Like when I make uh, a turkey soup, you can tell the difference between the turkey soup and the the chicken soup because the turkey soup just like totally solidifies. Oh, in the, in fridge. the refrigerator, yeah, it'll just fat up, fatten yeah. up, right? And I even skim the fat off the top of it, so it's it's just pure collagen in there. Oh, I wouldn't skim the fat off. No, that's good for you. Eat that. Don't skim the fat. I know, I know. <laughs> Don't skim the fat off. That's the best part. <laughs> kids, you know, kids, you just can't, you know, what can I do? Buy your books, send you to school. What do you do? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> right. Okay, kiddo, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Yeah, fats are the deal, baby. We've been getting some uh, raw butter from Amish farm up in uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, 
put it, oh, come on, put it out on the counter and just eating spoonfuls of that. I actually like it a little bit even better than the tallow, but uh, fat, fat, fat. How'd that all start? Oh, oh it all started with, um, what was it, back, I don't know, about 1990, I remember, that old fat thing started. Remember when they came out and they start to convince everybody through the media that coconut oil was bad for you, you have to take it out of the theaters, it's causing heart attack, can you imagine? Remember that? Then all the low-fat stuff and the Atkins diet, and to this day, they've got every every yogurt out there is low-fat. To this day, they still haven't got the idea that fat is not bad for you. You think it's a conspiracy or something like, just kidding. It's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I go to the HEB and I get some full-fat organic uh, yogurt, but the entire shelf of yogurt is all low-fat. I don't care what you look at, no matter where it's from. And then right at the very end, they have little, one or two little things of a quart of high, you know, full-fat, full-fat uh, organic um, yogurt. It's the same thing, you know, with the light bulbs, right? You have the whole wall full of LED light bulbs at, at Home Depot, which are not good for you, which cause dirty electricity in your home, which causes blue light at night to turn off your melatonin. And the whole thing is all LEDs, which they're selling everybody. And then down at the bottom in the lower left, you can still get um, incandescent bulbs. You see, all the forces out there do not want you to live a long time. I don't know. They just don't. They got this thing. They just think that you should die. <laughs> they just think you should die. That's that they do. Amazing, isn't it? Here's an email. I, I am looking for low poofa pork. And remember you mentioning there was a guy with great pork in Texas at the farmer's market. If you don't mind, could you share the name of his farm? I would like to look into this, whether he ships pork out or not. I'm trying to get a good idea of what farmers are willing are using to low poofa. Yeah, it's it's not just PUFA. What's the other? We talked to Ray Pete about it. What was it? There's another. Is it PUFA? Adam, are you listening? Ray Pete talked about it. There was another element in pork that are fed grain and pork that is fed um, off-the-land vegetables. <clears throat> I will, the, the name, I will email this person, but if you're listening, looks like you are, this just came in, it is Terra Pureza. Uh, let me spell that for you. Terra, this guy's out of control. Yeah, here it is. Now, you're certainly welcome to email him. He might give you some, I don't think he ships, but this will give you some idea of what he's doing. Terra, T-E-R-R-A, 
P-U-R-E-Z-Z-A, nose to tail, Spicewood, Texas, and they do pork with virtually all vegetables. They get all kinds of vegetables that Whole Foods throws away. They use natural, all natural stuff and they don't feed them uh, corn and soy and stuff like that. And that element that Ray P. talked about is very, very low. It's amazing product. You can get a pork chop that tastes like, whoa. So you could figure out what he's eating. Maybe you can find a pork person around where you live. Um, you could also, oh, now they can't ship out, I don't think. But you can go to Miller's Organic Farm, Amish people in Burdenhand, Pennsylvania, Miller's Organic Farm, and they, they, um, they do pork, and I'm not sure what they feed them, but I suspect that they don't feed them. I know they don't use organic, or they don't use soy and corn, but you can see what they're up to. But the government's been giving them a hard time, and they stopped them from shipping out meat for a while. Can't believe I've done that, but you know, it's hard to imagine. Okay. I, uh, I, uh, uh, Adam and I were having a conversation about almonds. I sent him an article. It was from NPR, and I told Adam to be careful about this source because NPR, they are just, you know, who knows. He says, Adam says, very interesting article. Bitter almonds and apricot kernels are still used as chemo for cancer, a risky way to treat it. Sometimes it does work for cancer's acidic growth stage due to the alkalinity of shock and trauma. But the same alkaline shock can be cause cancer's metastasis. Amygdalin, vitamin B17, or laetrile, is in the kernel of almonds, apricots, apples, peaches, cherries, plums, etc., and also in flaxseed and many cereal grasses, maize, wheat, rice, barley, and millet. Amygdalin was used as a cancer treatment by mainstream medicine till the 1920s, but abandoned as being a too toxic except by a few holdouts like Ernst T. Krebs, G. Edward Griffin, Ralph Moss. I don't really even know my total belief about cancer. Um, I've got some ideas about what I think it is, but I've not really thought it through, contemplated on it. I just don't think the idea of trying to kill something in our body is, is worthy. So I, I'll just leave it at that. <clears throat> I think the body knows what it's doing. Uh, you mentioned, uh, this is from Ezine. Oh, she's from France. Oh, ooh la la. 
Um, my problem with German new medicine, oh, you have a problem with it? It's plausible, but doesn't add up regarding toxicity. But even a French doctor named Sochi, who has been fired from this doctor profession for healing like Dr. Hammer, GM German New Medicine, says that smoking is leading to cancer only if you're scared of death and the message is in pictures on the cigarettes packaging. He says smoking is, a, is good because it, it's reassuring. It's like sucking breast wounds. Well, I don't know what this doctor is talking about. Um, well, you know, toxicity is one thing. Um, we we take in toxic um, stuff all the time in the air. Hopefully not in the food. Hopefully not in the water. But I guess in the air. I guess you could say there's stuff in the air. I don't. I don't look upon the air as being toxic. I just look upon it as being part of God. So I don't deal with it that way. But these toxins leave, right? And the more one gets more in tune and in balance through German New Medicine or the the things we talk about, then the more, and the release of tension, then the easier it is for the body to release these things. They, they will leave. With water, uh, sulfur helps the body to get rid of toxins. Sweating helps the body get rid of toxins. You can do coffee enemas to help the liver um, work more efficiently. You can do skin brushing, do a lot of stuff. The toxins will come out. So, I, I wouldn't tie in that in saying that German New Medicine is, I think you're mixing apples and oranges here, but the healthier you get and the more imbalanced and the, and the more um, you get rid of trauma, stretching and whatever, then the more the body uh, will work uh, uh, more efficiently, right? Kidneys, liver, bladder, and the whole thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, think about tension is done everywhere in the body, and that means bladder and pancreas and liver and stomach and heart. And these things get squished in a little bit, and then they just don't work as well. And then toxicity is more of a problem. But, you know, I would not, you know, I would throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh. Oh, we, we posted a show of about 12 years ago um, from Ogenus. He said, I'm really glad you posted this. Um, hopefully soon enough of the world will understand the role of bacteria as allies and not enemies. Though the present paradigm of this and the past centuries is based on their being destructive creatures and must be obliterated from the environs. It's very sad. Always, always, always got to get rid of them. And there is an agenda. It seems from reason of cash flow and wealth accumulation that that is a real destructive creature like metastasizing cancer, stifling human society. So he goes on and on and on. 
That's right. Bacteria, viruses, fungus, parasites, all the boogie guys that we've talked about ad nauseum for 20 years, 30 years, we're now learning over the last two, three, four, five years that they're, they're our allies, they're there for a reason, we're full of them, they're there to clean things up. I think that's what cancer is. I think that's just my opinion, why they find parasites around cancer. I think the parasites are helping to eat up the cancer um, that is trying to eat up the damaged tissue. That's cancer is trying to heal the body. So going there to try to kill the cancer is, to me, uh, just the wrong way of looking at it. Just my opinion. Fungus, all this stuff. I think most of us, and I was included over, um, you know, from maybe the 75, 80, 90s, on up to about 2010, um, yeah, maybe 10 years ago, we all bought into the idea that bacteria and viruses and fungus, we needed to get rid of it all because they were bad and fungus was causing this and that and, you know, just wasn't right. We thought we knew what we were talking about, but it just wasn't true. Hodginess used to do a thing. I, I did it one time. I, I didn't get very far because it's pretty terrible. He used to do a thing called high meat. And what he would do is take some raw meat and put it in a jar and just let it ferment, right? And put it on the porch. And every now and then you go up and take off the cap and let the air out so it didn't explode, put it back in. And the, the grosser it got, it would get green and stuff. the more beneficial it was to eat. Uh, yeah, you'd have to hold your nose and I'm just not that eclectic. But And he talked about it and he said, man, it'll get you so high and so healthy. This, all these good things go in there and just clean up stuff. Animals do that. They'll, they'll bury it. Wolves do that. They'll bury stuff, let it ferment, then go back and eat it. I suspect a lot of animals in the jungle do it. Uh, I'm not a jungle person, but I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Why not? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, this fellow, Ahmad, he, he talked about um, grinding up almonds and putting almonds in the, the fat of these young white coconuts. Have you seen these things? You can actually get them at the hippie food store. Uh, they come in, they're, they're in cellophane, and they've taken all the husk off and they're just white. And you can crack them open pretty easily with a big cleaver hatchet and then they have this white meat you can scoop out. And he made this little concoction. He said it was to the 
consistency of hummus, you know, hummus, uh, with almonds, and I'm going to try it, almonds and um, the coconut fat, the coconut meat, not the hard stuff like the brown ones. I don't think you could do it with that. It's real hard. But this is the, they call them fresh coconuts. And then he put a little probiotic in there. Kind of fun. You could put in some probies in there. And then he said you wait about four hours and it's an incredible hit on the serotonin and feel good. So I want to try it. I just don't know. I'm going to have to go in Austin and see if I can make a few calls, see if I can find some of those white coconut things. Isn't that fun? We'll have him back on again, too. By the way, uh, for those of you who would like to get your hair more happy snappy, um, he has some great ideas on um, growing your hair, getting your hair back to a more natural color. And uh, I'm, I'm beginning the thing, doing a thing called um, Operation Natural Hair Color that we're starting in earnest. Um, most of it is, uh, let me, most of it is um, simply talking to my hair and telling me that I want it to turn dark. That's going to be most of it. This is what I want to do. Let's, we're going to do it. Let's do it and just do it. And that's what, it, that's the way it works. But you can also then, according to Ahmad, you can add seaweeds and bamboo. They're one of the best things he said that got him. He was he was bald at some, at one point. I mean he he was he was literally bald. Uh, and you should see you, you saw the hair. I don't know if I have a picture of him. Um, can maybe find it. That's right. He was bald. And uh, he has a whole book that you can find on um, um, his YouTube uh, videos, Ahmad. Um, let me find it here real quick. I can do it this way. Let me stop it. No, nope, that doesn't work either. Forget it. Okay, it's around here somewhere. Anyway, and he has a book on, an ebook on Amazon under his last name, Ahmad, A-H-M-A-D, and uh, he has an ebook and you can learn how to grow your hair. And you'll see it. That's the name of the book. But as far as seaweeds and and uh, and um, bamboo, you can go to Shen Blossom through One Radio Network, and you can put in seaweed in their search function, and you'll see all kinds of seaweeds and bamboo, kasumi coral seaweed, um, <laughs> nanuki capsules, wakame. Nori, Midnight Minerals, uh, Mountain Detox, 
uh, collagen potency, which is all pretty much minerals, uh, arami, kombu, good stuff, baby. Good stuff. This is all on Shen Blossom. So if you really still want to start working on your hair, doing more seaweeds and minerals, um, that's the deal. Got the minerals. And Shen Blossom has a, a wonderful array of those things on one radio network. I don't know if you've tried uh what was the thing I'm thinking of? Oh, she legit. Uh, that's got a lot of minerals. It's real dark. Just load it with minerals. We have a she legit from uh, Rafi at uh, Omic Organics. And I think it's, yeah, it's right on the front page. High Himalayan she legit. High Himalayan she legit. On one radio network. Click on it and get yourself some she legit if you like to try that. I got the liquid. I really like that. But, uh, you know, you can do that. And then here's something fun. has a lot of good minerals. Previously, we were talking with Dr. Rulin Shu, and I had a question about our pearlsium. Pearlsium is not just calcium, right? It's, it's calcium and minerals and proteins? Yes. So the pearlsium, um, the pearl, inside the pearl, there is, um, so of course, big part of it is calcium. But, um, but more importantly, this pearl contains all kinds of trace minerals, potassium, magnesium, zinc, uh, selenium, and also all kinds of trace minerals, proteins, amino acid, polysaccharides. Um, so it is, um, it's actually have a very balanced matrix of nutrients for the calcium metabolism. And in fact, they have, um, they have research discovered that the pearl, the mechanism, you know, the DNA that's in charge of making the pearl is very similar to the human DNA that's in charge of calcium metabolism. Yes, getting really good calcium in just the right spot, in the bones, that's where we need it, is a challenge. But this is a great product and it does that. And that's just one of the many benefits. Brush your teeth with it. It's the most amazing thing for teeth you've ever seen. They will look pearly white. Pearlsium, click an order right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Indeed, Patrick, talk show host kind of guy. And uh, you can get the capsules as well as the green container here you see. And this is uh, the powder. See, so, yeah, they have a little spoon and you can just uh, push that on your toothbrush. And then you can get the capsules and take those internally. So that just reminded me after playing that, I'm going to pony up on Pearlsium, more trace minerals in Operation Natural Hair <laughs> Project. <laughs> yeah, we're going to turn this hair all the way dark, natural, whatever my natural color is, just because I want to, just because it's an experiment. And you say, see? And then I can show you how it works, and then, then it works. And you can do it too. (laughs) 
you can do it too. Who knows it? Um, what are the pros and cons of Ayurveda from Lily? Um, I don't uh, don't really quite understand the question. Ayurveda has been around for four or five thousand years. It's a very, very nice science, and um, you know, there's no cons to it unless you. You just got to look into it and um, uh, and experiment with it, and you may find that's really cool. I think it's a I think it's a brilliant uh, model, and we talked with Doctor Chandri about it, and it really takes into account our differences with the different doshas, kapha, pitta, and uh, Vata. So these different doshas are kind of like our our um, constitution that we came in with, and you can study these doshas and get her book, which I'm yeah, I've been thinking about. I want to get that. I'm going to do the ebook. I think I've already got it on the ebook, and uh, and you can learn more about it and uh, help you to kind of dial in some different foods that you could use and experiment with. And then rather than just, you know, hit and miss a lot of different foods, have a lot less uh, misses and more hits. So Ayurveda is very powerful and it's a viable and uh, they have lots of great herbs and all kinds of stuff. Wendy, can you please show the exercise to firm my pre- Oh, we already did this one. I remembered it. Yeah, so Wendy, we already went through that. We do recommend the, you know, the X3 do the chest thing, and that'll get that'll get breast nice and nice and firm. Um, here's an email from Megan. I heard somebody bring up night sweats to Doctor Daniels on your last show. I'm 35, female, eat mainly paleo a bit on the carnivore side. Try not to do a lot of dairy and butter. Not dairy, but butter. I've been dealing with night sweats from December. I was house-sitting for friends and away from a wood, and away from a wood stove, only heat source. I was living off the grid and wanting, waking up, drenched in night sweats. I was living off the grid. So, oh, so she's thinking that the wood stove is causing this. I was wondering if its toxins and particulates released from the wood stove affecting my body and trying to detox. You know, um, I have a wood stove and uh, almost everything just kind of goes up the chimney, right? So I don't think there's a lot of stuff that comes in the house from burning wood. Um, 
<clears throat> you know, it's hard to say. You know, I think night sweats, what I've understood over the years, that it is the body is wanting to detox. So what it's doing at night is just sweating. Um, that's what it's doing. And so, uh, but again, there's no coincidences. So I don't know how the wood stove could have triggered that. But So just get back to without the wood stove and see if they stop and then you'll know. But I think most of the stuff going on with night sweats, especially for women, is uh, hormones. And I think, uh, my opinion, that gets mostly dealt with with the uh, a good amount of fat. That the body will figure out the hormone thing pretty easily. I've seen uh, many cases over the years, over the last fifteen years, where ladies cut down way on fat because they don't want to gain weight because, you know, girls. And, of course, that was misinformation. They were misinformed that the fat puts on weight. So then when they cut down on fat and um, get a low-fat diet, then the hormones start acting up because the hormones need fat. They need cholesterol to work. They need protein to work well. Um, Eggs and fish and meat dairy. We're all dairy if you can. They do. So I think that's how gals get in problems with the the night sweats, I think. Patrick, I was listening to Jennifer Daniels on your bit shoot and heard that what I was afraid of had happened. The biopsy that I was putting off for eight months and just had was not too good a thing for me after all. Pressure from my wife and family members just got it checked out, put me over the edge, and had it two weeks ago. I've had issues and pain since then, and I need to find a way to get better. Yeah. On that same podcast, she talks about different foods to eat that will just help rebuild the prostate, especially where the area where they cut into it, uh, where you mistakenly let them do that, and it'll it'll build it back. Um, but yeah, generally, you, you don't want to let people cut on you. Not not a good not a good idea. But you did. But you can build it back. You can build it back. Hi, Patrick. Um, I was, huh. I was the guy who wrote in about following you, owing to carnivore, and you responded, it doesn't make sense with this last sentence. What I meant to say, oh, what I meant to say, was first finding out about oxalates and Sally Norton, so spent weeks listening to her, then listening to hours of Chafee, Kilts, and so many others. That is why I took me a while before I jumped in. Did not exactly follow you, but used what you were doing 
and the people you mentioned and did my own research. So I guess I didn't follow you. Well, don't follow me because I'm crazy. Thanks for all you do. Also, I spoke, uh, I'm eclectic. Uh, Oh, I spoke about my wife and well, she used to be scratching her arms a lot and now that has stopped as well with no longer uh, continually eating and snacking. Uh, So wonderful to observe she's doing the carnivore thing too. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff there with animal food, so just don't, don't be. Um, mm. Just don't get going over the edge, you know. Just kind of. Or are you talking about salting your water? Yeah, and we're going to talk to Darko. Um, Darko, what's his name? Um, uh, on Monday again. Yeah, I've, we've got a lot of feedback on him. They, people love this guy, and so did I. So have him back, have him back. Uh, Velchek, V-E-L-C-E-K. I thought he was very cool. So he's going to be back on um, Monday. Um and also to the fellow who called, uh, your name is escaping me, about wanting to lose 100 pounds, you could call in or email in and talk to, to Darko about fasting and get some ideas, because he's done that, or losing weight and get some ideas what he thinks about the whole fasting thing. But anyway, this lady was, uh, um, Darko Valchek was also the fellow that said, because um, I was getting some still foot cramping uh, in my little feetsies, and he said, well, it's just a um, couple of things, but he said it's also just a um, mm, electrolyte thing, and just do a teaspoon of salt in a quart of water um, of sea salt, really good sea salt. Celtic sea salt will work, and uh, and that will give you more electrolytes, and uh, I, I just, I'm, I love this salt. I just feel so much better taking salt in my water. And here's a lady that said her mom started feeling better and quit getting dizzy just by putting salt in her water. So you might play with that idea and think, um, and see see if you feel, yeah, just get some good sea salt. The Celtic salt is one, or another one that's just sea salt that hasn't been heated up, right? And put some in your water every day and See, see what you see. Let me know what you feel. Uh, I think it'll affect your elimination. It's easier to go, go poop with salt water. Hi, I'm Patrick. I'm interviewing, trying a spiritual coaching session with you. I would learn more like that. Okay, we'll do that. We're doing all by uh, no donation now, too. Emails, emails. <clears throat> I 
enjoyed your show you did with Kristen. Oh, about uh, um, the end of scarcity. I wonder why every speaker says we really don't have money, we just have debt. That's true, is why they say that. People on the street walking with cash and coin circulating currency in their pockets from laboring the prior week don't see that as debt. Money is in their pockets and they are ready to purchase with it and they can. Yeah, yeah, you can, but it is still debt. It's, that's the whole point. It's not money, but you can trade it for stuff. I feel that people in general do not understand this statement that all money is debt. To them, it is processing, purchasing power in their pockets. So if they carry some debt, so that's why we do the shows. So they understand that it's just debt. It's just debt. There is no real money. You don't, the only way you have money is if somebody creates debt. If the whole, if everybody would just start, stop doing debt, credit cards, mortgages, car payments, student loans, whatever, there would be no money. The whole thing would fall apart. That's the only way money comes into existence is when you create a debt. We talked about that with Andrew Gosford. And that's the way it is. It's a debt-based monetary system. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York does not create money out of thin air. They only do it in relation to a debt. And then the debt gets on the banks. When you create a mortgage, uh, you create the you create the debt, you create the money. As you pay off the mortgage, uh, the whole thing gets extinguished. So it's all debt. Then another comment, oh, somebody commented on this one. This may, this money that you are referring to is actually fiat currency. The government says that it is an instrument in payment of all debts. That is what fiat means. Yeah, fiat means that the government says it is whatever they say it is. <laughs> so the power of the government makes everyone accept this fiat currency in financial transactions. The fact is, that new units of this fiat currency are created when a debt is created, such as borrowing in order to buy a house. So in essence, this is indeed debt. The bank notes part of the promise to pay. Yeah, this person, they get it. Yeah, good job. They know. I love listening to you, you, Dr. Jennifer Daniels, and I have a question for you if you get her take on it. I'm 52, just entering menopause, menopause. Oh, Um, I've always had issues with acne. It's not too severe, but thought it would dissolve once I was finished with the ups and downs of monthly periods. I I eat mostly organic, 
Mm. Take Vitality Capsules, run almost daily, and do, do hot yoga a couple of times a week. I get quite frustrated when I see my sisters and friends who are overweight, eat terribly, and don't exercise, and have never had issues with blemishes. It's just hereditary and something I'm going to have to deal with forever? No. You know, um, you know, you can just dig into this. There's just a reason why your body is releasing toxins through your skin and not through your kidneys or your poop or your skin skin. Uh, I don't, wouldn't choose to try to figure out just by reading your email. But, um, but no, that's what's going on. And so uh, you can dig in there and see what's happening. Uh, but I would look at liver and kidney and, uh, you know, diet. Uh, maybe there's something that you're eating that um, somehow the body's not digesting or clogging up, uh, you know, could be a lot of different things, you know. You get to the root cause, the spiritual cause to it, which I could probably help you find out, Molly, and then you'd be done with it forever. Um Yeah. Yeah, the skin, the largest organ of the body, the body will use this uh, when it can't. You know, so I'd, I'd focus in on kidney and uh, colon and uh, detox and uh, try to figure out what you're eating that's causing that. Wish I had a better answer for that one. It's just a tricky thing. Getting to the end here. Thanks. Uh, I bought the X3 through your website. Man, it's good. After using it for two weeks, I went and did some push-ups, increased by 50% that I couldn't do before. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. This is a real deal. Real deal. Frank writes in on pork. What scares me is glyphosates that dry down the wheat before harvest. Joe Salatin has pastured pigs and should still be shipping meat. Yeah, you know, you know, the glyphos are an issue if you're going to give, if you're going to give your pigs or or any animals. Um, um, yeah. You know, other any kind of food that has been used with glyphosates, but it's not going to kill us. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, you do what you can, do the best you can. Try to find somebody uh, who's doing uh, glyphosate-free stuff to feed their feed their animals. You know. Grass-fed beef works because generally they don't put glyphosates on the on the grass. Thank God, but um, yeah. But I think we I think we're I I kind of know we are that we're detoxing from these glyphosates. See, something that I'll kind of leave you with is that um, keep in mind that we are spiritual beings evolving. And as, this is pretty cool, 
as as challenges come in, right? Toxins, EMFs, glyphosates, governments, whatever, right? As they come in, we are very, very, very creative souls. If we stay awake, we then ask for guidance. So what am I going to do about this? And guidance will come in, and I'm absolutely confident, assured, can't prove it, but I don't care, that we are evolving so we can deal with all of these things on the spiritual level. We just know that what we take in is going to leave, and it does, because that's what we want. And that's what the body will do, because that's what we want. Because the body does what we want, because we are the body and we're not. Look at it like that. Just know, you know, you do the best you can. You don't go out and buy glyphosate food and, you know, punch the giant in the eye. Don't be crazy. You do the best you can, and then you tie your camel. And tying your camel is knowing that as spiritual beings, we are the body, and we can we can have these bodies do whatever we want. Why wouldn't they? No evidence that the body's not going to do whatever we want. You want to age, it ages. You want to not age, it won't age. Um... I mean, elk want to drop their their uh, antlers and grow new ones. So, I mean, how they do that? This is what they wanted to do. Maybe this is how we evolved from amoebas. Maybe we did from the very beginning and grew arms because we wanted to reach out and touch them. I don't know. But when you see these terms like what scares me, don't be scared by anything. Just tell your body, I'm going to do everything I can to stay away from glyphosates, but I get some, deal with it. I'm going to deal with it. I'm the body, I'm going to deal with it. Very powerful. Uh, Hi, Patrick. It's been a while since I been able to catch your live shows. This is our busy season with work. Got off early and tuning in. <clears throat> Something that has been on my mind recently coincides with Andy's leaving us four years ago. Has it been four years? Maybe three? I don't know. Maybe it's four. Maybe, you know. <clears throat> I recall Andy saying either Trump or Clinton, whoever won the election, we're going to have to deal with internet payment on the debt during their presidency. And then at the end of, I don't know what you mean, internet payment. Oh, interest payments on the debt. Oh, sorry, misread. Yeah, that's right. Interest payments on the debt right now is anywhere between $1 trillion and $1.5 trillion a year. We the people are paying interest on a debt 
that we never had to create because we could have made the money ourselves. You know, bring that up at a party this weekend. I miss that man. Anyway, thanks, Patrick. You're welcome. Yeah. I don't, rem- I don't recall, but Andy knew it was going to happen, you know. I remember with interest on the payment on the debt was like $500 billion. Chicken, you know, chump change. It's huge. And this is why, I don't know if they're going to go anywhere, it'll be fun to watch because, you know, it's still politics, but it'll be fun to watch that Rand Paul and some of these conservative dudes and dudettes, they're out there saying, we're not going to do this debt ceiling, we're not going to raise it if you guys don't cut spending massively. Um, so it might be fun to watch. Uh, you know, politics is all made up, so I don't trust any of them. But, you know, Rand Paul, these are pretty cool people. Uh, he's a cool guy, and his father, of course, uh, Ron Paul, have been talking about this forever. So they understand um, debt-based monetary system, and they understand that you just can't continue to be $1.5 trillion a year in the red every year and borrowing this money. And it's what they do, and then pay the debt. Which is why I wrote the screenplay, The Real World of Money, where the president takes over the Fed and just creates the dollars himself, then there's no more debt, which is what we should do. I wrote the screenplay, but they're not going to do it because these money people, they're like giant squids, man, and they got most all Congress, most all the courts, most all of, all the banks. They got, you know, they're running the show. They're, they're, you know, in my screenplay, they do a lot of bad things to this president for taking over the Fed, but if that happened in, 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 in physical reality, now, they'd probably just drop a bomb on the White House, you know. I don't know what they would do. But it wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> they probably wouldn't be as gentle as I did in the screenplay. But, I, you know, they try to kill him and, and kidnap his girlfriend. and They do a lot of stuff, but... Yeah. Well, kids, what do you say? Man, salt water is really good. A little plug for gold and silvers. We're talking about money and debt. The only real money that exists on the earth is gold and silver. That's it. And even that is made up. I mean, just somewhere along the line, they used to use all kinds of things for money. Wampum and um, tally sticks. They actually use sticks. And then the Romans start to do uh, coins, gold coins, and then when they start running out of gold, they would start clipping the coins. Really, they would start clip the coins so uh, they had so much gold in a coin, and then you would get it, and it was just a little bit smaller, but most people didn't notice. You know, they've always tried to to um, to damage the uh, you know to get away with stuff. All governments, they all do because they're all swampy. But so gold and silver is the only 
a real um, payment um, is the only real money. Fred Jaszewski has the gold and silver coins. His number is 800-878-2646. There's never been a better time to get some gold and silver in your portfolio. We like numismatic coins the bestest, the mostest, because it's a private transaction that's very important. No W-1099s, no no W-2s. You have to remember that when you do sell the coins to report the income, so be careful because you could you could evade taxes and you don't want to do that because they don't tell anybody. It's up to you to pay the taxes when you sell these things at a profit because there's no record of it. Now, if you buy hunks of gold and 10-ounce silver bars, those things are all um, public and it's the gov knows that you bought them so you have to report them for sure. The other ones you have to report too, but don't forget because you'll be breaking the law and you don't want to do that. So uh, it's a private transaction, 800-878-2646. U.S. uh, Coin Capital, gold and silver numismatic coins. They're all graded, certified, third party. uh, So you know what you're buying. Um, There's no doubt about their worth. And uh, from the beginning of time in numismatic coins, all of these coins have gone up in value. Past performance doesn't that mean that's what's going to happen, but I just say that as a caveat, but they'll go up in value. <laughs> they always have. So why would they stop now, especially with money printing the way it's going? So it's not going to So call Fred, tell him I sent you. He'll take good care of you. Okay, we got lots to do next week. Darko, Darko man, and um, a fellow that cured himself of cancer. He's really into Qigong and stuff. Um, uh, Martin Armstrong, Fred Dashevsky, oh, the U.S. Coin Capital guy will be here, and probably some other things too. So I love you all very much. Thanks for your ongoing support. Really appreciate the donations. Uh, people have been sending us more donations over the last few weeks. I've been talking about uh, them more. But so if you got some extra bucks you want to send us our way, we'd love it. It's great. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, email Patrick One Radio Network So, love you guys. Take care. Thank you. May the blessings be. See you Monday. Monday. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.